just got pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Steve, you and I are fans of Disney+. Plus. Most of the time, yes. We enjoy Disney shows. I enjoy the fact that any Disney movie I want to see, pretty much, I can find on Disney+. Plus. Yes. All of their animated movies are on there, so if I just have a weird hankering that I need to watch Cinderella, I can just watch Cinderella. It's true. Uh, it's super convenient. Um, and they've been killing it in the TV show department. Haven't they? With Mandalorian. Um, the Mandalorian, with WandaVision. Oh, so good. They are they are cultural phenomenons that have uh, come up at just the right time in net, in world history to be iconic. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, we we finished Wandavision. Uh, it is over. Uh, it was a fun ride from beginning to end, and uh, we had a discussion about it and said, "Hey." Maybe the Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be a great replacement for that uh, show that we like to sit down and watch yeah. every week. So we are uh, currently, at the time of this recording, two weeks into the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, we knew it was going to be obviously different than WandaVision. WandaVision was an anomaly. It was right. weird and unusual. Um and was a fun ride. We knew that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was going to be a very different type of show. Um, right. So, two weeks in, do we have a verdict yet? I have some notes. Oh, <laughs> I have some notes. We got notes. Which, for all of those out there, you know that that means that we have some negatives to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> I get that it's probably for a very specific audience, and we are by I am by far not that person in the audience. I did feel the exact same thing about um, um, with Mandalorian and with WandaVision also. I'm uh-huh. definitely not their person, and I loved it. And so maybe that's the problem. Maybe mm. the problem is that like all of the actual fans are like, wait a minute, what is this that's going on? Possibly. Sure. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I feel like a lot of people really loved Mandalorian, even the Star Wars fans. Yeah. Know, right. Yeah. So that was a really good, uh, that was really good for all people. Um, and then I don't know how people feel about WandaVision. It's just so cool. You have to love it. I think, like I said, I think the world collectively lost their mind over WandaVision. Even Wanda fan. And I don't know that Wanda had a huge following like Star Wars did, right? So that was a bigger thing. But when they, when I found out that they were doing uh, the Falcon, I wasn't a huge, but I was like, this sounds really exciting. And with Captain America, right? Um, I, we, I just recently started watching him and I'm like, these shows are cool. Great. Look how good these things are. Has anyone seen these movies? There's this little show called <laughs> Captain America. I'm watching my stories. <laughs> it's very, 
very, very good story. So I was like, oh, okay. So maybe this will be really cool to see that continue on. Yeah. And then at the end, they we see him give him the shield and all that other stuff. And you're like, ooh, this is going to be good. Spoilers. And then they come to Disney+. Plus. So here's the thing. I think we have all been riding a pretty train of awesomeness with the Disney Plus shows. We've been all we've all been having a great time. Um, I think um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is kind of a return to form for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's very much like um, their their theater release movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's definitely it definitely feels more that way, which is in some ways is great. Their effects look phenomenal. There hasn't been one janky computer generated thing where i was like oh that looks awful okay you know the visual effects are great um i think the downside is is that it feels um a little bit like a step back in storytelling yeah uh to come especially from wandavision that was so experimental and so wildly different to go back to these two guys have to punch people feels a little slower than what we've become accustomed to. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's just so bad. <laughs> it's just, it, I'm hoping it's a build up to something that's going to be fun and great in the future. Sure. But mm-hmm. to see two dudes sitting around complaining that they're in therapy in a, in a, um, in a police station. What? Like, like, now, now there are a lot of people that really can, they do relate to these type of characters, but for me personally, the kind of moody, anti-hero, grumpy man's man, hey, I'm, I'm going to bump shoulders with you because I'm so tough type of character yeah. doesn't speak very much to me personally. Shocking, I know. Uh, but it... Um, they are right. they are building a mo- they're building a TV show around a lot of people that I find extremely hard to relate to, and uh, they keep on introdu- introducing characters that I find insufferable. Right. right. So that's Very a problem. True. That's a problem for me and me alone, I guess. But, but and I guess I didn't think I thought Falcon was really cool in the shows. From he was super cool so far. Yeah, and now. I mean, the fact that, like, I was like, he's got his own series. That's going to be really cool. And it's not cool at all. Like, I don't even care that you're not. Um, but because, like, the the Mandalorian, he's a man's man of sorts, right? Sure. Yeah. So why even have the therapist in the show? If you're going to just talk Mock about. Her. <laughs> yeah. If you're just going to talk about how bad you hate therapy, then just take it out. Yeah. I think. Right. Well. But, like, the fact that you're too cool and too too badass to go to therapy. Just, and that's just only one little sliver of like the complaints, right? But right, it, it is. It is the. Uh, I hate the term toxic masculinity, but that's a lot of what this feels like. It feels like a lot of guys being like, "No, I, I'm t- I'm too tough to have to go to a therapist. That's sissy stuff." And well, we 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 don't know what we're gonna do, but we're just gonna jump into action and try to punch people. You know, like there's a whole lot of screaming at people for no reason. Yeah, it's, so so I I have a list of pros and cons here. Oh, okay, so uh, we do have Sebastian Stan back playing Bucky Barnes or uh, the Winter Soldier. Uh, we have Anthony Mackie back playing Sam Wilson or the Falcon. 
so it's nice to have those two actors back. Yeah. Um, for a pro, I have it does show what real life after what they're calling the blip is like. Right. Okay. Yeah. We had a brief second of that in WandaVision when we saw Monica Rambo come back from yeah. being blipped, and yeah. it's just chaos in that hospital. Um, and then we went into Wanda's world, which isn't reality, right? Right. Um, this shows that the that the world, while it has been changed, hasn't been changed all that much. Mm-hmm. There are still issues that people are dealing with, uh, real life issues. Even people that fought to bring people back are dealing with real life issues. Yeah. Which I think is an interesting way of putting it um, to say that, you know, that the Falcon helped fight Thanos and bring people back from non existence hasn't earned him financial success. It's true. Or even fully recognizability just yeah. in general is shocking to me. Um, and it is an interesting conversation to have, right? That is true. And we did see him broke on a fishing boat, boat in Louisiana. And I'm curious about that storyline a bit further. Yeah. They did kind of drop that one after the first episode. They may come back to it. Yeah. And it, 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 yeah, I hope all of these things get corrected by the way. Um, and my other pro really kind of leans into that is that, uh, they're really portraying the Falcon or Sam as a real person. He's not walking around in his Falcon suit, yeah. you know, fist bumping people and being like, yes, I'm the Falcon. It's true. He's, he's talking to people like a real person, Yeah, which is nice to see uh, after the really ramped up version of superheroes that we've gotten from the movies. Yeah. For him to be able to just walk around in rural Georgia and talk to kids is nice to see, honestly. It's true. Um, he still has Moody Winter Soldier with him, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. But but Moody Winter Soldier did get a haircut, right? He did get a little bit of a haircut. That's yeah, good. he looks nice. Yeah, he doesn't look like a shaggy mercenary, I guess anymore. Is what he? By was. the way, I totally went to go get a haircut today and did not happen. So no. I know the feeling. Now he's he's mad. That's why he really hates this show because <laughs> it's reminding him he ain't got no haircuts. Sure. Um. Then uh, this is kind of a pro and a con potentially is that it's got a very serious tone. There is very little levity in this show. It tends to be more uh, broody, serious kind of things, um, which in some cases is great. Takes Take things seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm all down for that. But it also makes it more of a drama to watch which right. I wasn't expecting out of this kind of film or show. Right. Very true. I mean, there's other scenes where they, yeah, something happens and then we're back in the airplane, literally just, and they're literally just sitting there and they're playing like, what just happened? What was that? That just uh, like, oh, we all know what just happened. You just, it was a pointless scene. It was a completely pointless scene. It was, you know, yeah. Bad. Well, and this is, uh, this is my issue with some of these kind of superhero films. Uh, and just stories in general is um, why, why, like you, why don't you have a gun? Like yeah. Winter Soldier, your whole job was shooting people with guns, and you just showed up and decided you were going to punch people. It's true. I, 
really? And especially when you find out that you're up against people, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, when you find out that you're up against people that have taken the super soldier serum like Captain America had, right? Um, why then are you like, oh, good, we can just punch our way out of this? It's true. Probably not, because they are super soldiers at that point. Um, so that th- it never makes sense to me when these people um, are in fights with each other and they just decide that, you know, the, the choreography is such that they don't just shoot each other. There's always like someone in the background who has a fully open shot of just killing somebody, but they're like, oh, I'm a little off balance, so I can't shoot right now. You know, it feels silly to me. Right. You know? Um, and then, you know, major spoilers again for the second episode, but uh, these people that are trying to escape the government that's coming after them. Uh-huh. And the guy says, don't worry, I'll stay back and hold them off for a while. And like, oh my goodness, okay, I love you so much. And then he goes out to to stand in the way of these people and he knocks over a light pole, which effectively stops them from being able to drive in. Right. Uh-huh. At that point, you've done what you needed to. You could probably leave. Right. But he doesn't. He decides instead to walk completely unarmed into a bunch of armed police officers or military people or whoever they were. And they all stop to shoot him. Yeah. Like, shockingly, bullets do kill these people. So if, you, if your goal was to stop them, you could just bring a gun. I was almost wondering if in the end of that scene or if the end of an or in the future, they'll flash back to that scene and then he's like awake and isn't dead. Right. And if that, that happens, if that happens, then I'm totally wrong with that. I'll point. be like, oh, okay, finally, that makes sense. Thank goodness. Yeah. But it did seem silly that 15 police cars are showing up to the airport to go stop this massive experience. And one light pole is like, oh, Okay, you're right. We didn't think about that. And then there's one dude that runs out on the tarmac like he's going to do something. He's like, oh, there goes the plane. You know, like, it seems silly. The whole thing seems very silly. Um, So that's my main problem with these kind of characters, these kind of superheroes in general, is that most of the time, just shooting them would be enough to kill them. Right. Um, Even Captain America from what I understand, could probably have been shot and killed at some point, but everyone just likes shooting his shield more. He's able to use his shield. Yeah. Defense. Well, even then, people just shoot his shield. They don't shoot his legs or anything like that. They just shoot his shield because it's fun to shoot, I guess. Um, Not that I wanted him to die, just that like, I feel like the shooting in these kind of things don't make sense when you have people like uh, the Black Widow who's like, deadly accurate or Hawkeye who can shoot people with arrows deadly accurately. But when it comes to the heroes, there's just always some reason that they don't just get shot and killed. True. Very odd. I was happy when they broke into the back of the truck and the redheaded girl gave her evil, cynical, uh, sinister smile. Yeah. You were excited to see a mean redhead. Yeah. Just like that one moment made me happy. Oh, that's good. Oh, get her. Get (laughs) them. Bunch (laughs) a bunch. Totally that. Uh, She did. She, she did. did. She, she most certainly. She did. seems like she's being set up to be kind of our our look into the other side of things. Yes, I'm totally rooting for her. For okay, sure. <laughs> you're on the bad guy's side. Mm-hmm. I'm done for that. Um, and then we also have this weird side story with the replacement Captain America going on. Yeah. Um, 
And I don't know if we're supposed to dislike him. Oh, he's a thousand percent a bad guy. You think he's a bad guy? One thousand percent. They they do a very good job of making the viewer dislike him, in right. my opinion. Um, so, you know, it could be a red herring. I don't know. We'll see what that turns into. Um, but in general, uh, like I, I think I alluded to earlier, is after after the amazingness that was WandaVision and the the big risks that they took yeah. to make WandaVision, I'm not sure that this is a as strong of a successor as we wanted it to be. It did kind of remind me a wee bit of um, the A-Team back in the 80s. Sure. Right, where they were just driving around in vans and punching people and sure. getting out of, like, there was helicopters and things. It felt a little bit like that. And that was also just a stupid show that was fun to watch. <laughs> so if I think of it in that context, sure. maybe I won't be so upset by it. Yeah. But I just expected more for the Falcon, you know? Well, and like we said, we're only two episodes in. So it's very possible that they are uh, setting up things yeah. for a more interesting finale to this, uh, which is totally possible. Um, just as a note, it is only six episodes long. I was going to ask. Okay. It's so, only six one-hour episodes. So um, in we're case, already I'm... almost halfway through. It's baloney. <laughs> Steve is Absolutely. not having it. Well, that's exactly from the, and potentially they would have been recording this about the same time that they were recording WandaVision. Yeah. So maybe they didn't, they were worried that, let's just say, for example, they would say, WandaVision, we don't know that it's going to be, what if people hate this idea? Yeah. Then we have this to rely back on. Sure. So have a good old stand in favorite type yeah. of thing. So maybe. And that's totally possible. And I think it's a fair concern. Uh, anytime that anyone takes a chance, uh, I think it's very fair of them to try to hedge their bets with something else to follow it up with right. and say, well, look, it's more of what you did love, you know, kind of thing. Because so far, I don't know a reason why Falcon is flying around being yeah. balcony. Yeah, he's, he's, he he's, flew around through a lot of the first episodes. He's a big fan of wings. So you don't want anything. <laughs> just saying. Uh, so maybe, maybe these kind of superheroes just aren't the ones that speak to us as much as uh, maybe the magic users or uh, people like that. Um, like I said, kind of the the moody anti-hero is not my favorite person to watch. Right. Uh, and the Winter Soldier is 100% a moody anti-hero for sure. Oh yeah, that's um, a very good point. And Falcon, while not a moody anti-hero, uh, he, he hasn't really taken the lead and done anything real real powerful yet so we're still waiting for him to step up and do something exciting to watch you know did you read any of the reviews online are people feeling the same way about it yeah i think in general the the general public's response is very much this isn't wandavision it's uh -huh. very much uh after doing something so experimental this doesn't feel quite on the same level. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think that that's no fault of Disney's because like I said, this feels very much like their regular MCU movies, especially kind of the second and third mm -hmm. Captain America movies kind mm. of feel the same way. And people love it. There are people who love that kind of, of film and they like this kind of storytelling. So maybe it's just, uh, a certain group of us that are going, well, 
yeah, it is more of the same, but we got spoiled with WandaVision and we wanted more of that same more than this. I guess. Okay. So we don't know what might be coming down the line. Um, I'm not as interested in looking up fan theories in this, in this particular situation. Yeah. Um, maybe partially because the storyline feels pretty straightforward at this point. So the fan theories might not be as exciting as with WandaVision saying, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Let's guesstimate and see what might stick. Uh, so at this point, we don't have a lot of information as to what's happening other than the fact that for some reason, there's a whole other team of super soldiers and we we're not sure why. And that's kind of where we're at at this point. So, um, we will, at least I will continue to watch. I I don't know (laughs) that I'll force you to continue to watch and see if it gets better. And, uh, if it does, I'll pull you back in. That's fair. Okay. I'd be down for that. I'll even try to watch sort of. All right. (laughs) <laughs> all right well we'll see what happens i'm very committed <laughs> I, I can tell uh but it's like i always say sam wilson you should have just kept the shield follow my perfectly sculpted two finger point to the exit if you enjoyed today's podcast rate review us on your favorite podcast app and if you didn't help us do better by buying a patch at disneypatch.com always be proud of what makes you unique and we'll see you next time on the obscure disney podcast